Today's daf is daf Ayn Ches. We are holding towards the bottom of Ayn Zayin and with base about 12 lines up from the bottom. So Amalei Rapapa Labai. Rapapa asked Abai the following thing, or he at least he presented the following ruling. He said, Yisrael Abala Chaisai, that if a Yisrael has relations with his sister, so Zona Mashvila, so for sure there's a Etzachiv Kares, and as a result, that puts on her the status of a Zona, which is a surah to a Kohen. The question is, Chalala Mashvila Ola Mashvila. But he wanted to know, does it also make her into a Chalala? We know that when there are Veiras that specifically Kohen related, Grusha, Almanato Kohen Godel, that turns her into a Chalala. Now, what's going to be the Nafkamina? So Raj explains, is that I understand she's a Surah to a Kohen anyway as a Zona, but if it also turns at the same time into a Chalala, so now if she does have relations with a Kohen, she would be subject and he would be subject to two sets of mouth. So again, the Shaila is that through an act of incest which turns her into a zona, does it automatically also make her into a chalolo? That's the question. All right. So me, Amrinan, do we say, logic dictates, if a lesser Isser, a Grusha to a Kayan, which is only an Isser Lav, that turns into a Chalolo. So therefore, an ancestral relationship, a brother and a sister, which is a Chiyuv Kores, so so therefore, she should become a Chalolo. Or maybe not, maybe the Dilma not, maybe the Dilma ain't Chalolo, that Chalolo is specifically those prohibitions, even though it's only Lavin, but those prohibitions which are specifically uh, related only to a Kohen, whereas a sister is to everybody, so that makes her into a zona. But Chalola, specifically when the Avera is specific to a Kohen. So therefore, it says, That was the Shaila that, Abai, that, that Rav Papa asked Abaya. So Amalek, so Abaya answered him, You're like your second son in the Shaila, is that the, bro- the brother having relations with a sister will make her into a zona, it will not make her into a Chalolo, uh, because Chalolo is only a byproduct of where the Isser was specific to Kahuna alone. So Amarov, So now Rava is coming to support his Chavrusa Abaya. He wants to know where is the source for this that we only give the status of Chalolo when the Avera is specific to Kahuna and it's not to the general populace at all. Where do we see that concept? She says like this: the sign we learned in a Brisa. Now this Brisa is going to be dealing with Tupsukim. All right, and they're going to be answering a couple of questions within these two psukim. Number one, we have the regular prohibition to a Kohen. The regular prohibition uh, 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 prohibition to a Kohen that says as follows: Isha zona v'chalolo lo yikochu, a, a woman that is a zona or a chalolo, a Kohen is not allowed to marry. V'isha grusha v'isha, or a woman that is divorced from her husband, lo yikochu, not allowed to marry a divorced woman. So number one, looking at that pasuk, it's very interesting to note that it lumps together zona and chalolo as one, one losa. Say, isha zona, she can't marry a zona or a chalolo, lo yikochu. And then there's a separate Vosuk saying the Grusha Meisha Lo Yikochu. So we need to understand why it separates Grusha from Zona Chalol. That's one thing that has to be clarified. The second question that one is going to ask is like this. Now, a Kohen Godol is really a Kohen. 
He's like a super, an uber Kohen. He's a super Kohen. So therefore, the, the only difference in prohibitions between a Kohen Gadol on the Losase side and a regular Kohen is that in addition to the fact that he's not allowed to marry Exona or a Chalala, he can't marry an Almona, right? <clears throat> on the Ase side, he has to marry a Besulo. So the question is, why when it talks about the prohibitions of the, of the Kohen Gadol, was it necessary to repeat again Almana, I understand. But what do you have to write Grusha, Vechalala, and Zona for? Those three you should not have to repeat. Why shouldn't you have to repeat? Because once you already tell me that a regular Kohen is... Right, so what do you have to mention? That, so that's the second point we're going to address in this Bryce. And remember, circling back, Rava is going to end up showing, supporting Abaya, that a Chalala is only formed when there's an Isser Kahuna, not when it's a general Isser to the, to the population at large. So when it says like this, the sign we learned in Abraisa, Lo Yoma Grusha B'Kohen Godol. What's the reason to repeat Grusha again by the Kohen Godol, right? V'tez B'Kalvachayma, and should be able to derive it with uh, the Kalvachayma. It's not even a Kalvachayma, actually. The Kalvachayma is usually like, this is more than a just, it, it is. Once you write by a Kohen, a Grush is prohibited. It's not even a Kalvachomer, right, right. That's right, because you would ask the question, we don't make Kalvachomer for punishments, but it's not really a Kalvachomer, that's the point. is prohibited a Grusha. So Anna, Amina, I would even, so I would say, ask the Kohen Hedyod, it's a regular Kohen, so Kohen Godol, what's the need to write and repeat it again by Kohen Godol? So Lama Namra, why does it have to say it? So I'll tell you why. Is that if again if you look at the Pasuk by the regular Kohen, it lumps together to Isha uh, Zona Vichalolo Lo Yikahu. It puts together Zona and Chalola in one low sase in one pos, in one clause. And then it says this the Grusha the and the Isha Grusha Mishalayikahu. Now why is it separated that way? I'll tell you why. To teach you just as the Grusha is an independent low sase, that if a Kohen marries independently a Grusha, so therefore so too, Almana and Zona should look at the at independently. You get a separate set of lashes for Almana, and you'll get a separate set of lashes for Chalolo. Not Almana, I meant uh, for, for Zona and for, uh, and for Chalolo. That's what it teaches you by regular Kohen. Therefore, let's say a woman is all three. Let's say she's a Chalolo, and she's a, 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 she's a Zona, and she's a Grusha, even though it's one person. But the bottom line is you're going to get three sets of lashes. That's why it's separated Grusha to teach me each one of these prohibitions should be viewed independently. So what I was going to say, so that's why it says Grusha by Kohen Gadol to teach me the same thing. But again, the Gemara is going to ask, you don't have to do that. Once you show me that that's what it is by a regular Kohen, we should understand that it's independent, Grusha is independent by the, uh, by the case of a Kohen Godel. The one's going to ask that. So therefore, just as Grusha is written to show that it's independent, it's, it's a, it stands alone, and you can have a separate, la- even though it's the same woman, so by, therefore, so too. 
to teach me that the prohibition of Grusha is also independent by Kohen Gadol. And by the way, and, and, and therefore all the other ones are independent. Whereas it's Pshita, Migra why should it be worse? Once you show me it's independent by a Kohen Hedyod, then why would you think it's any different by a Kohen Gadol? So when it says like this, now what I mean to say is as follows. Means just as Grusha teaches me each one of these things of Yud independently by a Kohen Hedyod, so to Almana. So too, when it says Almana by a Kohen Gadol, it should be viewed as an independent law. So, I say, so if you have a woman that happens to be a Grusha and an Almana, let's say, you'll be Chayev twice, because that we learn out from Kohen Hedyot. That's what it's teaching me. So therefore, so too, Kach Almana, Chalukah, Migrusha, Chalola, so too, Almana is separated and looked at as independent of Grusha and Chalola and Zona by the Kohen Gadol. Okay, so you mean that's what you, the, the, the notion of Grusha means I don't need it for Grusha being viewed as independent. The reason why it repeats Grusha is to teach me that Almona is independent. Okay, I understand that. But then why do you have to write Chalola and Zona? You don't have to repeat Chalola and Zona for that. So therefore, Chalola and Zona become Godol, Chalola Lamanemra. So why does it say Chalola? So what it says, uh, it says, Ain Chalola Elen Isakuna. That's exactly why it writes Chalola over here. To teach me that Chalola only becomes, is, is a prohibition because it's a Kohen-related prohibition. Meaning like this. What it means is that even though it's written by Kohen Gadol, but it means the, the concept of Chalola by Kohen Gadol also applies by, by a regular Kohen as well. Now the way Rashi teaches is very interesting because you see that it writes in the case of Kohen Gadol, in the case of a regular Kohen, it puts Zona and then it writes Chalola by a regular Kohen. By Kohen Gadol, it puts Almona, Grusha, Vechalola and only puts Zona at the end. The reason it does that to show me that Chalola is unique. That is, Chalola is unique. That it, 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 right, it writes Zona all the way at the end. So Raji said, the reason it's teaching me is that you see that, that Chalola is only comes from one of the prohibitions of Almona, of Grusha, but it comes from something that is unique to the Kahuna. Whereas Zona is written only right by itself at the end because Zona is not tied into a prohibition that's not created by a prohibition that is specifically Kohen related. Zona is whenever there's a that's either Chiyuv Misa, Chiyuv Kores, or something that is something that's prohibited to all the, the it could be uh, uh, by Ovid uh, Kochavim, Ger, Evid, but that's, uh, that could be, that, that's, 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 it uh, has a broader impact. And that's why it writes, uh, that, that's, what, that's why Chalala is written where it's written. That's how Raj explains it. Chalala Lama uh, so therefore, to teach me, ain't Chalala Elamis Sukuhuna. I so why write Zona all together? If you would have left out Zona, I would have learned the same thing. So why write it all together? Zona Lama Nemra. I'll teach you why it says Nemra Kan Zona. Zona is written for Xera Shovel. It says Zona by Kohen Godol, and it says Zona by a regular Kohen. What do we learn between the two? Nemra Kan Zona, Venemra Lahalan Zona. To teach me that because the idea that the wife and children become Chalolim is not mentioned by a regular Kohen. The concept of Chalolim that it disqualifies the wife and children is only written by the Kohen Gadol. How do I know that the same din applies that you can have Chalolim by a regular Kohen too? That's the Xerushav of Zona Zona. That's what the extra Zona is teaching me. So when it says, Makan Zarachulin, Ab Lahalan Zarachulin, just as by Kohen Gadol it mentions the concept of Chalolim explicitly to teach me that by Kohen Hedyot it teaches that as well. But the point that we're saying from this drasha is to teach me that if you do something that results in the child becoming, uh, 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 I mean the woman becoming a zona, that doesn't automatically make 
that woman into a chalola. It doesn't automatically make them chalola. So Moira says like this. So Amarav Ashi, Hilkach, he says, comes out a very interesting thing. Let's say a person has relations with a woman, all right, which that happens to be his sister, okay? Now, comes out like this. So here's the case. A Kohen lives with his sister, all right? That first bia makes her into a zona, all right? It doesn't turn her into a chalola. Because we said, because that prohibition is for the general population. It's not a prohibition specifically to a Kohen. But now, if he wants to go back and have relations a second time, now that she's already a Zona, she's got the name Zona on her, so in addition to the fact that she's a sister that is also to the general population, a Kohen is not allowed to have relations with a Zona, which is only specific to the Kohen. That prohibition of Zona is not to the general population. So if he has relations a second time, the second Bia will now make her into a Halala, because that's now, she has on her a, 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 a conferred the title Zona, which is specific prohibition to the Kohen. That's the point that Ravashi makes. So he says, Yilka, Kona the Kohen has relations with his sister. So he says like this, he says, Zona Mashvila, he has turned her into a zona by that first beer, which is the, for the general population. Chalola Mashvila doesn't give her the status of Chalola, and therefore, right, that she's not considered a Chalola. So he lives with her a Now, if he lives with her a second time, Asa Chalola, he does make her into a Chalola, because now she's specific that's relation, and therefore, that child, she has now the status of Chalola. She can get Malkas. He can get Malkas not only for Zona, but for Chalola as well, and the children, by the way, will also be considered Chalolim, because now she has the title of Chalol. Now, it says it more like this. Actually, it wouldn't have packed the children. The children would be Mamzerim anyway. So it doesn't mean, it's, it's even worse. <laughs> it doesn't have a, they're considered Mamzerim, not Chalolim. Yeah, yeah. Of the fact that sisters. Right, right, right. Right, let's go on. Right, but if she then had relations with uh, uh, Yisrael, the kids are Mamzerim. Yes, sure, sure they are. She's a Mamzerim. Uh, she, She's a, she oh, if it's a, as a sister, if she's a sister, right. right. She goes out with the Israeli. Oh, I know what you're saying. So therefore, that will now the children become Chalolim. Yeah, you're right. That's it wouldn't make a difference. Yeah, right, 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 right. All right. Amar of Yehuda. You're right. Amar of Yehuda. Kain Gadol Ba'almona. He says like this. He says that if a Kain Gadol has relations with Almona, from, based on the Psukim, there's actually two sets of lashes. How so? Lokeshtayim. Why? Achas Mishum Lo Yikach. One is for marrying her. We're going to see exactly how it works. But there's two prohibitions written in the Bible. One is the Kohen God who is not allowed to marry her. And the second one is for actually having beer with her, which is what the act of profaning her or the children. We'll see the children might even be a third prohibition. But anyway, the point is, so therefore there's two Averas involved. The marriage itself is one set of lashes. And then if he consummates the land by having physical relations with her, then there's a second set of lashes for having defiled her, making her into a chalola. So there's two, two Averas, all right? Right, says they want it like this. Ah, if you look in the Pasuk, the Pasuk mentions, that does mention lo yichalel, which is don't profane her as way we learned it. But also the Pasuk says do not, def, uh, uh, do not profane, do not make, uh, disqualify the children. So there should be a third prohibition for have done, having done an act that could lead to children that will become chalolim. Sigmar says, What you have to say is that the first two Averas occur if he did not finish the Bia. If he did not finish the Bia, it still has the impact that disqualifies the woman. 
Obviously, it can't be disqualifying the children because if there's been no insemination, then there's not going to be a way to disqualify the children, which the Rashi points out. It's mashma, though, that if it is a complete bia resulting in insemination, then actually there's two set, three, there could be three sets of lashes. One is for the marriage, two for the disqualifying the Isha, and because it was a gmar bia, three for having a type of bia that could also disqualify the children. Now, Masiv Rava. So Rava has the following question. I mean, according to Yehuda's teaching, it comes out of Big Kiddush, is that even though we all thought about it as one losa, say there's two Averas here. The Kedushin is itself an Avera, and the Bia is an Avera. So Masiv Rava. Now, what does it say in the Brysa? It says, Almona of a Grusha. For Cohen marries a woman who happens to be an Almona and a Grusha. She had two marriages. One, the husband died. One, the husband divorced her. What's the Aloha? Loka Nishum Shnei Shemos. Now she gets lashes, the silver is because of two Averis, right? What are the two Averis she's getting Malkas for? Because she's an Almona. And the, the, so the Kohen will get the, the And one is because she's a Grusha. So the Chorah, my love, is it not the simple reading of this Brysa, Ishnei Shemos, for two Averis, Vesulo, and nothing else. Now, Lechora, according to Rav Yehuda, there should be additional Averas involved. Not je- there shouldn't be just two. There's also the Avera that comes because of the marriage. One should be for the marriage, one should be for the Bia. So the Chora, so therefore, so Yimara says, the Chora, there should be four sets of a, because each one has, is two according to Rav Yehuda. Yeah. So the says, so Mar says, Zachaira, it's Mahashma Mailah, Shnei Shemes Vasulo, and that's it, two sets of lashes for two Averis, and not anymore. So Mar says, Loy, that's not shot in the Mishnah. When the Mishnah says, Shnei Shemos, when it says you get local Vishnu Shnei, two Averis, it means two Averis for each one. That's how you should translate it. Loy, it means Shnei Shemes Alzev, Shnei Shemes Alzev, which actually it is a total of four sets of lashes. There is for the lo yikach and the lo yichalo because she's an almona, and lo yikach lo yichalo because she's a grusha. So it is going to be four. The problem says the Gemara, iachi, then take a look, it's actually not a bride, it's a Mishnah. Uh, take a look at the, at the end of the Mishnah. Iachi ema seifa, say the end of the Mishnah. What does the end of the Mishnah say? It says, what happens if she's a grusha and a chalutza? Means that was one case, the husband divorced her, and the other case, the, uh, the, the husband died, okay? Now we know grusha and chalutza are prohibited. Now we're going to see, chalutza is only into Rabbonin. So you cannot give Malkus Minatora for her being a chalutza. So it says, Grusha chalutza, ain't a chayv achas. She then you only chayv one. The chayv means one set of lashes. Now that's schwer, because even if you're not chayv for chalutza, but lechora, the way we explained it, it means, it should mean, if it meant two, and it said two, means two for each one, so therefore it should still be two. Right? Two for the Grusha. So lechora, as much says, ain't a chayv achas, it says only one. So then, how are you going to explain by Grusha, why is it one? It should be two. So, when it says, does doesn't mean one set of lashes. You're only high for one, for one of the two entities. You're only high because she's a Grusha, not because she's a Chalutza. That's all Achas means, for one of the two entities. But, but, but how much are you going to be high for the fact that she's a Grusha? Two? two. It means you have of two. Means when it says you have one, it doesn't mean you have one set of lashes. You have for one of the averus for grusha. That's what it means. You're not chayev for two because the second one is only a chalutza, which is only the rabbon. So it's a hagigama. Ain't no chayev el al achas. Well, the oilam shnei shemes. But for that one, for the grusha, you're going to be chayev for two things: for the lo yikach and the lo yichalo. Two sets of lashes. 
is really we learned in a price that we find throughout Shas, whatever says Grusha, it always says Chalutza. It's actually in the post uh, in, in, in the Mepharsha Talmud, there are that learn that that Chalutza actually is a derise according to some time knowing. But here we see clearly the one is going to shlog it up. Vatanya Grusha, I have a Pasuk that says like this. If you look at the Pasuk that talks about marrying uh, a divorced woman, there's an extra word there. It says, uh, what does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk says, Isha Grusha, Meisha Lo Yikachu. A woman that's a Grusha from her husband, you should not, you should not marry. Why do I have to say the first Isha? Just say Grusha me Isha. If you say a Grusha, divorced woman, I understand that she's the, it's a woman. So why do I have to say the Isha Grusha? What's that first the Isha coming to teach me? So one of the Brahisa says like this, I, Tanya, we learned in a Brahisa. So ain't the Ella Grusha, I only know the prohibition of Grusha. Chalutza, how do I know that Chalutza is also prohibited to a Kohen? To Amadlom, the extra word for Isha. Clearly from this Brahisa, it seems to say that what's the status of Chalutza? It's a Darais that's being learned from one of the words in the Pasuk. So one says it's really only of across that positive is only rabbinical uh, uh, support. Sometimes you see that uses from the psukim, but it doesn't give it a status of a daraisa. Whatever the purpose, it writes that extra word isha for is a different reason. But here, just using alluding to it, but it's still only mid Okay, now we have a huge machlokas abaya and rava, fundamental machlokas. We already just said in the shita of Rabbi Yehuda Amarav is that if a man, if a Kayan Godel or a Kayan Hedyod marry uh, one of the women that they're not allowed to marry, there's actually two sets of lashes. One for the marriage and one for the consummation of the marriage for the Bia. What the Machloik is between Rav and Abai is going to be as follows. I'm going to say it out. Uh, uh, in, according to uh, Abaya, it's broken up. If all he did was the Kedushin, you get lashes for the Kedushin. If he moves and has beer, then you get a second lash for the beer. But it's two separate occasions, and each one two re- has own set of lashes. According to Ravo, he says, by the Kedushin alone, you don't get the lashes. When do you get the Kedushin yeah. for the lash? When you do the beer, you then you get lashes for the beer and, and for having a Kedushin that led to beer. But, but stand so alone, the the, you want to, that's, that's, that's correct. So Moses says like this. So therefore, Amrabaya, Kidesh, if you do the Kedushin alone, Loki, you get lashes. Baal, you do the beer, you get Loki. Kidesh. Loke because you yikach. You should not marry her, not take her in marriage. And Baal, you loke because you should not profane her. Like so, that's how explaining. That's the shot of Yehuda Amarava we had before. Says it more like this. It was Rabbi Yehuda Shmuel, whatever. So, but it's like this. Rava Amar, he says no. Baal loke. When you have the beer, you're going to get both sets of lashes. But low Baal. But if you just did kedushin without beer, so then ain't a loke. We're not going to give you lashes. For the kedushin alone, right? Right. Why? He says mishum dechsev. It says lo yikach lo These two clauses are joined together. Do not marry and it says and do not profane. Matam lo yikach. What's the reason not marry? Because it's going to lead to do not profane. But you're only high for the do not marry if what? If it did lead to the low pro, don't do not profane. Mishum lo yechala is why you But stand alone, just marriage without the bia, you would not be chayev malchus. That's the machlekes. Says it more like this. Umayda abaya. Abaya does agree that there is a case that unless there's bia, you will not be chayev. The halacha is that a kohen who divorces, I'm not a kohen, any person. This is referring to any Israel. If you divorce your woman, a wife, you're allowed to take her back as long as what? She never 
had. She never she married. 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 She married somebody else. She marries someone else, yeah. and I'll take it back. So that's called Machzik Rishosa, bringing back the woman you divorced. Now, this is a, 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 a general populist prohibition, not specifically Cohen. Now, it says over there, if you take back your divorced wife who went and married someone else, Sheim Kidesh, there a buyer will agree to rob her. But if all you did Kedushin without having Bia, no. Below Baal, ain't a look, you don't get lashes. Why? It's only if you marry and have Bia. Are you going to get lashes for having taken her back? The act of marriage alone is not going to cause the... the, the, the why? Because the Pesach of it says that you don't allowed to take her back. The ad's in three words. It says you're not allowed to go back and marry her to make her your wife. What do you have to write to make her your wife? Okay, Just say you're not allowed to get married. Make her your wife means act with her like a wife, mean having beer. Which is mashma lakach liyoz lo leisha amrachmana. For how leka, all you did kedushin, that doesn't fulfill liyoz lo leisha, therefore you're not until there's actually beer. There's no lashes until actual beer. That's how a buyer will agree with Rova in a case that kedushin alone will not be chayv beer unless a chayv malkas unless there's beer. Umayda Rova and Rova will agree also to a buyer by now, this is written by Kohen Gadol, but truth will be by all Khan. And also, Rashi says, just because it's talking about Almana, that's why I talked about Kohen Gadol. That's how Rashi explains it. The Kohen Gadol Baalmana. That if the Kohen Gadol Baalmana, Shim Baal the Lokidesh, what happens if there was Bia without Kedushin? What happens if there was Bia without Kedushin? Or the so, woman you brought back? No, 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 no. A regular Kohen Gadol without Almana. Or it could be a Grusha with a regular Kohen. So even though Abai Rabbi said is that Kedushin on its own, you know, Machab, it has to be Kedushin with Bia. But what happens if it's Bia without Kedushin? Right. So what about this? And there says a mighty rover, the coin got about or it's a regular coin with a grusha. Shein Babalo Kiddush, Shaloka, you will get lashes because Einches seventy eight two. So therefore, like this. So why will you get lashes? Because the pasuk is lo yichalo. You're not allowed to defame or, or you're not allowed to you're not allowed to profane a woman and. And you don't need Kedushin. If the Kohen Gadol has relations with the Almana, or the, the, the regular Kohen has relations with the Grusha, he turns her into a Chalala, even if there was no Kedushin, then maybe you're going to get lashes for that. You won't get double lashes, according to Rav, but you're going to get at least lashes for profaning her. Tomorrow says like this, Lo Zara He did, amongst his people, he's not allowed to profane her. He did, he did create a profane, he did profane her by having that relationship. All right. And both of them will agree. So, right, we said right now, we said that both Abai and Rava will agree by a Kohen that for Bia without Kedushin, there's lashes. Kedushin without Bia, Machlokas. Kedushin and Bia, double lashes. Okay? According to Abai, for the Kedushin on its own, for the Bia on its own. But now, according to Rava, when you do the Bia, you get for both. However, they both agree that what about a Mach So what happens over there if you have relations with your former wife who married someone else, and let's say he's now divorced, not an Asian kid, right? But you never married her. What's the halach over there? She involved a locator, she ain't a loka. Why? Because there the Torah says, you can't take her back and as a wife, and, ha- and we said it means have relations, but it's only if you took her back as a wife. If you have the relations without having taken her back as a wife, then it's not considered to be, uh, that, it doesn't, as though you're not one of the Lamed Vav Tzadikim, but it doesn't make it a violation of having taken back your Grusha. Derek Lekuchin Asr Taira. As long as you're having to be without that in mind, then, obviously, 
right? No, that's the Kedusha and then Avana, that's a problem. Yes, right. Okay, let's go right to it. Now, circling back to our Mishnah. In our Mishnah, we had by Gerus, we had a three-way, we can actually see it's a four-way machlokas. We had like this, the Tanakhama said that the halal gene that infects the children goes through the son. Right? Means that if a, if a Kohen Godel marries an Almona or a Kohen Rega Kohen marries a Grusha, the children are all Chalolim. That, there's no question. That's the case in the Torah. However, the next generation, according to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, the Atana, Rabbi Yehuda says, transmits the, 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 the Tanakhama said, by a Chalol, by a Chalol, the next generation only goes through the son. We had Psukim that supported it. The son is a, a Chalol, his children will be Chalolim, the daughter, the daughter will not be able to marry a Kohen, she's a Chalolo. If it's the other, but the daughter, who, even though she's a Chalolo, if she marries a regular soul, the children will be okay. That was the, so came along Rabbi Yehuda and he said, the same as the Tanakhama holds as the Chalol gene is transmitted through the male in the family, he holds the Ger gene is the same way. That if you have a person converts, if it's a man and he marries a Bas Yisrael, his child will have the Ger gene. But if the it's male, a woman, the male, the male well, no, the, the both, both children, both. but just the one who can make it transmit over to the next generation, the it. son continues to do it. But, but if it is a, if, if a, if a, if a ger, uh, if, if, if a, if, if a, if a woman, if a woman converts, let's say, she's the Gioris and she marries a Yisroel, those children will not be considered gayrim. The only one it transmits is through the male. That is the position of Rabbi Yehuda. He says that's got the same status as a chalal. So Rabbi Yehuda Omer, ger the, the, the daughter of a male ger is like the daughter of a, a male chalal, which means they now are the carriers of that, either the chalal gene or the ger gene. So Tani will learn in Abraisa. Rabbi Yehuda in Meruda says, Bas Ger Zachar, like we just said, that the daughter of a male Ger is the same thing, Kabaz Chalol Zachar, is like the daughter of a male Cholol, and will be ushered to the Kohen. Ba'adin no saying, and Mara says that how do we know that? Why are you comparing the disqualification of Ger to the disqualification of what? What does it mean when I come Of Cholol. The Mara says, logically, the Mara wants to make like a Kalva Chomer, like it makes sense to say that just as the transmission of halal goes through the males, so therefore the transmission of ger should be the same way. What's the, why, why is it comparable? But who knows sin? Who knows it means that it's about din no sin, that logic dictates that that's the way it should be. Because ma halal shabama tipa The halal, remember, the halal was a byproduct of a Kohen having relations with a grusha, let's say. Right? Now, this Cholol, his stock that he came from was 100% Yid, right? Because who was the Cholol's father? The Kohen. The Kohen. He was a full-fledged Yid, and still, that infected this Cholol, and the Cholol is also a full-fledged Yid, and he still transmits this, this uh, uh, gene over to disqualify his daughter. Well, a Ger, on the other hand, who is his father? A Yid or a Ger? Well, he's a Ger, so who's oh, the Ger's father? The Ger. I know, I know, his Ger father's a non-Yid. No, his Ger's father was not a Jew. Oh. So he doesn't come from Jewish stock. 
So if where a person who comes from Jewish stock can infect the next generation, so someone who comes from non-Jewish stock, says Rabbi Yehuda, certainly should be able to impact the next generation. So when says, Adin Nosen, logic dictates then the halal should be, the, the, the ger should be at least as bad as the, as the, as the halal. Because my halal is The halal came from a, from, from, from good stock, from genealogically fit stock, right? Literally the, the drop of seed means his father was a Kohen, right? Or uh, in the, in, I'm saying in the case of the halal, his father was a, a Yisroel. It's quite a good, is a, uh, what's the case over there? Uh, the Chalal, Chalal's father, the Chalal's child, meaning the child of the Chalal, the child of his Chalal, the father is a Chalal, right? We're not going, to, we're not going back two generations. The child, we're talking about the next generation. The daughter of this Chalal, her father was a, was a Chalal, but he's, a, he's got the status of Yisroel, he's 100% Yisroel, and still he infects his daughter. Right? I mean, you don't have to go back to the next generation. The Chalal himself, is 100% Yisroel, and he infects his daughter. The daughter no. The father, her daughter, she's the one can't marry a Kohen because of her father. The father her was a Kohen, married a Yisraelis. She, she now, the daughter, is not allowed to marry a Kohen. Even though her father is a Yisroel, a full-fledged Yisroel, a Chalol gets Shlishi, right? So therefore, so her father was a full, full Yisroel stock, and still, what's the din? The Allah is, he's able to impact and infect her. Right. So just to be clear, the, 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 that father is really the son of a Kohen, but he loses the... He's not Yisroel, and now he's but, he's, but he's a full-fledged Yisroel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the, he came, the, her father came from full, from full, full Yisroel stock, whereas the daughter of a Ger, she's coming from someone who's... Uh, who, who did not come from uh, uh, kosher seed. He came from... Uh, of the seed, right? So Ger So what should the Kalvachomer be? So his daughter, Kalvachomer, Einer Din is another Kalvachomer. Shabit Absula. So his daughter for sure should be disqualified to a Kohen. That's what the, that's what the Gemara wants to argue. What the logic between Rabbi Yehuda is. So one says it's not such a good argue. It's not such a good argument because you can argue like this. Is it's true that if you look at the Chalal, he's some kosher stock. But how did he become a Chalal? His parents did an Avera. Right? What Avera did his parents do? The Kohen married a Grisha. Whereas the Ger, even though he's not coming from kosher stock, but at least it was a a guy married another guy, a guy. There was nothing wrong with what they did. Someone says, and therefore maybe where there's an Avera that caused this person to come into being, that's where you transfer over the defective gene. That's what the Gemara is asking. So it came through an Avera, whereas by the Ger, it did not come through an Avera. All right? So Gemara says like this. I'll, I'll prove to you... Question. So the, in the creation of the Chalam, the first generation, the Kohen married but the next generation, his son, the Halal, he can marry Yisrael, but he still creates Halalim, correct? Correct. And he's not doing an Avera. No, that's, no, that's correct. But he came through an Avera. That's the point. He came through an Avera. The Ger didn't come through an Avera. So maybe you should not impact on the next generation negatively. That's the one's question. Tomorrow so says, like this, I'll prove to you that that's not, I means you're arguing is maybe you only impact the next generation if you come from an Avera. 
Right? So Gemara says like this, I'll prove to you that's not correct. Because when a, a, a Kohen Gadol, right, marries an Almono, okay? A Kohen Gadol marries an Almono. Now, that Kohen did not come through an Aveira. Right? That Kohen did not come through an Aveira. His parents did not make him into a Kohen through an Aveira. Let's step back. Let's step back again. Let's step back. I just want to make this clear. We're arguing like this. We're saying that, that a, a Chalol impacts his daughter negatively, so a Ger should impact his daughter negatively. What's the logic? Because the Chalol came, came from, from an act of an Avera, made him in a Chalol. Maybe that's why he, he impacts his daughter. Whereas a Ger did not come from an Avera. Whereas we'll take a look at the Kohen Gadol. The Kohen Gadol did not come from an Avera. The Kohen Gadol, and yet, what does he do to his daughter? He makes her into a chalala. So you see, you don't have to come from an avera to impact on the next generation. The Kohen Gadol wasn't formed through an avera and still beat up Sulo. It's true the Kohen Gadol did not come from avera, but what did he do to produce the daughter? The act to produce the daughter was through an, was an avera. With the, the Almana, that was the Avera. Where it says, Kohen Gadol Ba'almana, Ma'alu Kohen Gadol Shekein, Biyosa Ba'avera, the Biyo was Ba'avera, right? And you don't have that by Ger. Ger, when a Ger lives with a, a Yisraelis, he wasn't formed through an Avera, and he did not, and the act itself is not an Avera. So when it says like this, so what are you telling me now? So you're saying is no. So the reason is because you're doing an Avera to produce the, the, the offspring. But Chalal will show you that's not the problem. Chalal doesn't do, when a Chalal marries a Yisrael, he's not doing an Avera. Where he says, yeah, true, he's not doing an Avera, but you have the other argument, even though he's not doing the Avera, but he's at least, but he's coming from an Avera. So Chalal Yochiyach, he's not doing an Avera. But Chalal did, the logic means now we go down, the logic goes round and round. Let's bring a Raya from Chalal that a Gersh disqualified. Well, Chalal comes from an Avera. Well, Kohen Gadol will prove it. Kohen Gadol doesn't come from Avera, but Kohen Gadol's doing an Avera. Well, Chalal will show you doing an Avera is not the issue because a Chalal is not doing the Avera. All right. What's the Tzeloi Roy Zechariah? The nature of one, the Chalal, is not like the Kohen Gadol, but each different. The Chalal came from an Avera. The Kohen Gadol did not come from an Avera, but he's doing an Avera, but it's not there. Offset one another. Tzara Shavajan. But what's the common denominator between the Chalal and the Kohen Gadol? They both are coming from some situation which is not like the most most of Klal Yisrael. The kind on God on one hand is do, is doing an avera, is doing something wrong. The Chalal is coming from someone that had done something wrong, but they're not like most of Klal Yisrael. The Ger also is not like most of Klal Yisrael because it's coming from non-Jewish stock. Therefore, the Tzadashavish of a hand that the next generation should be disqualified to a Kohen. That's what we want to make a Tzadashavish between all three. So therefore, Shainabarov calls not like most of Klaistro, will be Tapsula, the daughter's disqualified. So therefore, I will bring to Ger that the daughter should be disqualified. Tomorrow says, one second. I can show you a common denominator that doesn't apply by Ger. What's the common denominator? That there's Avera involved. Why isn't that the common denominator? Avera involved by Kohen Godel. What's the Avera involved? He's doing the Avera. By Chalol, what's the Avera involved? His parents did the Avera. By Ger, neither case applies. The Ger is not doing the Avera. A Ger did not come from Avera. So who says that the Ger's daughter 
should be disqualified to a Kohen, right? Everyone understand, that's the pushback. What about the fact that the common denominator between them is that there is, an, there is some aspect of Avera involved. Someone says, you're right. In order to make the Limud, let's, let's take out Kohen Gadol and let's put something else in. We want to create a Tzara Shava that A and B, the common denominator between A and B applies to C. Now, A is the Cholol, right? A is the Cholol. B was the Kohen Gadol, but we can't do that because we created a common denominator with A and B, which do not apply to C, which is the Ger. So we throw out the Kohen Gadol. Let's put something else in there, and we want to go back that if A and B have a common denominator, which applies to C, the combination between all of them is A and B, their daughter is disqualified to a Kohen. So C, the Ger's daughter, will be disqualified to the Kohen. That's what we're trying to do over here. So what is it like this? So then Lot Tame Kohen Gadol, take out, substitute Kohen Gadol, and Lot Tame Kohen Gadol, don't use that as a proof for the Tzadah Shavah. Let's bring in a Mitzri Rishon. Now what we've done by that is wonderful because now you have a, you have Chalol and you have Mitzri Rishon. Now what happens when a Mitzri Rishon marries, let's say another Mitzri Rishon. Make it easy. The, the, the generation, the generation, second generation is disqualified. She's disqualified to a Kohen. Even though they're converted, not a lot of men, to everybody, to everybody, not a lot of men, anybody. But now, that Mitzri is more like the gaze of Ger. Did not come through an Aveira. Right. And was not is not doing an Aveira. Right. So therefore, so what's the common denominator? Common denominator, they're not like the majority of Klau Yisrael. So therefore, a a, a, a Chalal is not like the majority of Klau Yisrael, disqualifies his daughter. A Mitzri is not like the, uh, the majority, disqualifies his daughter. So a Ger, which is not like the majority of Klau Yisrael, will pass on that gene of disqualification to his daughter. That's what we're trying to say right now. So when it says like this, don't use Klan Gadol as the Almana as the proof. He wasn't created with sins. You don't have that time. And he's not doing a sin. And yet his daughter is a surah, right? Like you said to everybody, actually. Someone says like this, which actually is going to be the problem. You can't bring a rifle from Mitzri. Maybe the Mitzri passes on the gene that of disqualification because his, his daughter is not just a surah to a Kohen. Who's she a surah to? She's a surah to everybody. Someone says, My Mitzri Rishon, she can't enter royal love of a cow because the father's not allowed to marry anybody. Right? The father, whereas a Chalal is allowed to marry majority of Kalal Yisrael. Right? So you can't, maybe you can't bring me a Raya. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm afraid that's going to be the pushback. Where it says, maybe you can't bring a Raya from Mitzri because a Mitzri is not allowed to marry. Uh, maybe the reason why he disqualifies his daughter is because he's not allowed to marry. My Mitzri is she can't enter Royal of Abakal. He can't marry anyone in Klaisrol, so he disqualifies his daughter. When he says, well, Chalal Yechiyach, Chalal can marry anybody in Klaisrol and still disqualifies. So the fact that the father can't marry in Klaisrol is not a Raya. So what it says like this. So now let's go Chazar Din. Let's go back to now the uh, the 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 the, the, the uh, logic that you want to bring a rye from Chalal. Can't bring a rye from Chalal because he was formed by Avera. Okay, then bring a rye from Mitzri. Mitzri is not formed by Avera, and yet his daughter becomes a squalifier. Yeah, but Mitzri is not allowed to marry anyone in Klaisrol. Well, Chalal will show you he is allowed to marry, and still the daughter becomes disqualified. So Lo Roizek Roizek. The nature of Chalal is not exactly like the nature of Mitzri, and the nature of Mitzri is not like Chalal. So the Shavshay, what do they have to come? Between them, Shana Barovkov, they're not like the majority of Klaus. So, and what do they do? Beto, their daughter is disqualified to a Kohen. Af Ania Vias Agar, so I can bring the Ger, Shana Barovkov, and even though he's not he's not in the he's not in the role of Klaus, uh, Klaus, not like most of the Kahal, and Beto, Sula, and his daughter will be disqualified. 
Tzmoy says like this. But still, I can still show you there's a common denominator between A and B, between Chalam Mitzri, that don't apply to Ger. Ma'ala Tzara Shavash Behen, she came to Sulin to be awesome. Mean like posting to be awesome is like this: is if a halal has relations with a woman, what does he do to her? If a halal has relations with a woman, woman. marries a woman, he the heter. He marries no, Israel. Yes, yeah, she becomes a halala. His uh-huh. bia makes it that she can never marry a kohen. Okay, if right. a mitzri marries a halala, he will also disqualify her. Marry any any woman she's not allowed to marry him. So therefore, the word is assuming, but ger. He's not like that. So maybe you can't bring Mariah that the daughter should be disqualified because they don't disqualify the mother. Right. What it says like this. So therefore, Mahatzara Shavashah and Shekin posed in Biyas and their Bia disqualifies the mother in Bia. So maybe therefore that's why the daughter becomes disqualified. But who says that you can bring a raya, that that should be the same thing by ger. Moses says that's not a problem because Rabbi Yehuda's sheet we actually had before, Rabbi Yehuda also holds that a ger, if he marries a Bazisrael, he disqualifies her too. I mean, you can't use that as it's only, it's by a ger, the same thing. Rabbi Yehuda ger, nami poisel biyosu. Rabbi Yehuda taka holds that a convert also disqualifies the woman he marries from marrying a Kohen through the Bia. And he actually learns that from the comparison from Chalal and Mitzri. Just as a Chalal and Mitzri disqualify their wives, so to a Ger disqualifies his wives. And therefore he cannot say that's different by a Ger. It's the same thing by a Ger. Bottom line is, that's how Rabbi Yehuda knows. Rabbi Yehuda, how does Rabbi Yehuda know that a Ger's daughter is disqualified? Because he learns it from a Tzad between Chalal and Mitzri. And it also has the same din as Chalal and Mitzri. That just as a Chalal disqualifies his wife, makes her Chalal and Mitzri also disqualifies his wife and she's not allowed to marry a Kohen so to a Ger who even though it's not an Isser but when he marries a woman she now becomes disqualified as a Halala to marry a Kohen now let's go on to the next opinion so Rabbi Yehuda basically said it passes through the male of the family Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov Amar he says that actually the daughter of a Ger is allowed to marry a Kohen he says it's only a problem if both parents are Geirim. If both parents are Geirim, then the child cannot marry a Kohen. But if it's only one or the other, not a problem. It has to be both. So Tani learned in a brisa. We're now going to see a third shita. There was three shitas in our Mishnah. The one doesn't say the third one. But the first shita was Rav Meiris. Who's the carrier? I mean, the first shita was Rabbi Yehuda. The carrier is the male. According to... Rabbi Elizabeth uh, uh, Yaakov, the, the carrier is only when both parents are Geirim. The third sheet happened to be Rabbi Yossi. He says neither, even if both parents are Geirim. Geirus only goes one generation. There's no carrier by Geirus. Even if both parents are Geirim, the daughter can marry a Kohen. Now we're going to see a fourth sheet, which we already had before, and that's the sheet of Shimon Yochai. The Shimon Yochai holds that there is no inherent disqualification, per se, of Gioris to marry a Kohen. He says the disqualification of Gioris comes because we consider women that were, before they converted, they lived in an environment of promiscuity, therefore chances are that somebody had relations with them and they become a zona. And an Ovid Kochavim lives with a woman, she becomes a zona. So therefore, according to Shimon Yechai, the disqualification of Gioris is not because it's intrinsically Gioris' disqualification, it's because of zona. What's going to be the Nafkamina? 
to a Kohen, to a Kohen. What the Nafkamina is going to be that if she converted before the age of three and one day, the mother converted, so then the Basulim are not formed until after three years old. And therefore, Bia is not considered to be a Bia. Therefore, that Gioris will be allowed to marry a Kohen. That's easy. He holds, even the Gioris herself technically can marry a Kohen if she converted before the age of three years and one day. And therefore, that's, a, that's the most lenient Shita out of all of them. It says, that if a woman converted before the Basulim were formed and she's not considered fit for Bia yet, it's actually Ksheir Lekuhuda. What's the Raya? Now, the Raya is by Mechemes Midian. The, the Jews went out to war by Midian. And the halacha was kill everybody. Right? All of a sudden they show up with a bunch of women. And who was leading the charge? Pinchas. Pinchas was a Kohen. Moshe Rabbeinu gets upset. He says the whole problem of Midian was that they went and used their wives and their daughters to cause us to have the problems at Baal Pa'ar. Now you're leaving. Them alive. Leaving so therefore, but Moshe said like this. He said as follows, that, uh, that he said, Kol ataf banoshim, all of the young children that have, were not royal beer yet. That's the way we're going to. They're less than three euros in one day. You can leave alive for yourselves. Now he's talking to Pinchas, who is a Kohen. So therefore, the fact he's saying you can leave for yourselves, he's telling you that they would be muttered to you, even though they're going to be converts. Do you see that less than three years is what? That's what. That's the sheet of the Shemun Yechayim. Tomorrow says like this: "Vahalo Pinchas Hayemayim Lachera Pinchas Rudzetim Tzmoni Hayilochem." So therefore, it's a raya that there's no intrinsic psul of gay of Gioris. It's only because of zona, and it's not a problem if they converted less than three years in one day. Now, what about the Chacham? How do the other Chacham understand it? According to the other Chachamim, a Gioris is not allowed to marry a Kohen. They're arguing about the boss. But the mother, for sure not. When it says like this, doesn't mean that you should marry them. You can keep them for your slaves or make them into servants. That's what it means. But not that you can actually go and marry them. All right. So now, the Mora says like this, these four sheetas, they all learn out from the same pasuk. What is the pasuk? Say, this is a pasuk that is in Yecheskel. The pasuk's talking about the Chorah to a Kohen Godol, that he has to marry a Basul, he has to marry a virgin. It's a, 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 in the Navi Yecheskel. So it says as follows, right? What does it say? Almana v'grush o grusha. A, 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 an almana and a grusha lo yikulachelahem should not take for them lenoshim to your wives. Kim besulais mizera beis Yisrael. They have to take besulais from the seed of the house of Israel. What does it mean from the seed of the house of Israel? They have to take besulais from the seed of Israel. That's what's going to be a four-way machlok is how to understand that. Besulais mizera Yisrael. So Yehuda Savar Adi is called zera Yisrael. Rashi explains us the primary zera. Who's the one that gives the primary zera? The man. So the primary zera has to be Yisrael. So as long as he is not a convert, okay. so then that daughter will be okay. Uh, okay. So if the primary, the father of this basula was from zera Yisrael, you can marry the daughter. But if he's a ger, then you can't. So that's how he learns it goes through the man. That's how, that's the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Lezben Yaakov says, Mizera doesn't mean just the man. I feel a mitzah zera. As long as part of the zera is from Yisrael, either the man, the mother, or the father, as long as one of them were Yimei Yisrael, doesn't matter the fact that the other one was a convert, the child, that daughter, can marry the Kohen, even the Kohen Godel. Rabbi Yossi Savar, what does it mean that Mizera uh, Yisrael? Shenizra Yisrael. It means that the child was seated 
in Yisrael, meaning that the child, as long as the child was formed in Yisrael, means when two parents, even both parents are Geirim, but they have a child, that child is now born to Yisraelim. So as long as the child became formed by Yisrael, even if both parents are Geirim, the Kohen God was allowed to marry. And what's Rosh Yochayim? He says like this, he says, Besula is Mizer Yisrael, the Besulim, the Besulim of the girl have to be formed as a Jew. Means even if she converted, as long as she converted less than three years and one one day, but Sulim will be formed as a Jewess, she's allowed to marry the Kohen Gadol. Mishan is Rab Zulai's the Yisrael. I'm Rab Nachman Lerova. So Rab Nachman, I'm a lay Rab Nachman Lerova. So Rab Nachman said to Rab the following. High crowd, this strange, the puzzle we quoting from Yechezkel uh, seems to be uh, inconsistent. Why? Starts of talking about Rachel Kohen Gadol. The first part of the puzzle is talking about clearly for Kohen Gadol. But Sefer, but the second apostle says that uh, the Almana can marry a Kohen. So it like switches mid-form, going from talking about to the Kohen Godol to talking about a regular Kohen. What's the shot? How does it do that? So it says, Reish of a Kohen Godol, but Sefer of a Kohen Hedmi. It says, in, in, you can sometimes do that. You have to know how to chop up the Pasuk in order for the Pasuk to make sense. Even though the first part of the Pasuk is clearly Kohen Godol, second Pasuk is talking about the Kohen Hedmi. Because of Krahachi, so I'm not going to say, do the Tsukim really read that? Do that how you read Tsukim? I'm going to in. I said, I'll show you in. I'll show you an example of this. It says like this. The light of Hashem, the lamp of Hashem, had not yet gone out. Hashem was lying in the sanctuary of Hashem. Now, what does that mean? You're not allowed to even sit in the Azorah. Forget about the Heichal. A person is not, a, uh, is, is not allowed to even sit there. So, therefore, what Shmuel was lying in the Heichal of Hashem. So Yeshiva, in the actual Azor itself, only a Melech from Beis Dov is allowed to sit. And here you're telling me he was lying in the, in the Heichal, in the sanctuary. Ella, you have to break up the Pasuk. That the light of the, the menorah of the sanctuary had not yet gone out. In one of the court, one of the uh, chambers, wherever you are. So you see how you can chop it up in order for it to be able to make sense. Let's go back to Almana. If a woman was an Almana, the simple reading is they're allowed to marry a non-Kohen God, or a regular Kohen is allowed to marry an Almana if they were married to a Kohen, but that's not true. A regular Kohen is allowed to marry any Almana, not just if they were married, if it had been Almana for Kohen. When it says, the Kohen in me, so means that the Kohen is not referring to that she's the Almana of a Kohen, it's referring to the Kohen themselves. Other than the Kohen mentioned in the beginning of the Pasuk, the first part of the Kohen Godol, Mikohen, the rest of the Kohanim are allowed to marry Almanus. That's how you have to understand it. Some Kohanim are allowed to marry her. Not she's the, she's the Almanus of a Kohen, but as long as she's the Almanus, they're allowed to marry her. They're from Kohuna. That's not the first Kohen that was mentioned. Because the first Kohen was mentioned was the Kohen Godol, then Kohen Godol is not allowed to marry Almanus. Mishar Kohanim, the rest of the Kohanim are allowed to marry her. Tanya Miyach in the Brise actually says that Befeiris Mikohen Yikohu means Mishar Kohanim he says, what it means is that they're allowed to marry these women, if their daughters would be allowed to marry a Kohen. I mean, the litmus test of can you marry the mother who's an Almana is if she would have a child, 
Can you marry? That's the way you have to look at it. Which Rabbi Yehuda Tamei, that Rabbi Yehuda is consistent because he holds that Baz Ger, that the daughter of a male convert is considered Kabaz Chal. It's like a Chal. Can't marry a Kohen. So therefore, so Kozhatanosa Bitos, if you allow to marry the Almana's daughter, then obviously her father, husband wasn't, her father wasn't a Ger. If the Almana's father, husband was a Ger, you would not be allowed to marry the daughter. So the litmus test, can you marry, can a Kohen marry the Almana? What's the litmus test is? Can you marry the daughter that she would have had? Well, who was she married to? If she was married to a Ger, you would not be able to marry the daughter. You can't marry the Almana. That's what it means. So they have a Kosh, who knows the Vito, Ata knows Almana, so you could marry, if you marry the daughter, you can marry the widow. Because she Ata knows the Vito, Iata knows Almana, so you're not allowed to marry the Almana. Uh, should we just go a little further? We stop over here. Let's just get to the Mishnah. He says that even if a Ger marries a Gioris, you're allowed to marry the children. It doesn't pass over to the next generation. Ger stops at that level. We actually lean in today. He says the halacha is Ger does not go down. The daughter of even both parents being Gerim could marry a Kohen. But the day the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, now Kohanim accepted on themselves a higher level, a higher standard that they don't marry anyone if they're coming from Kohanim, even though technically they would be allowed from to. From Gerim. Following the Shita of Rabbi Lezben Yaakov, who holds that uh, if both, they go like Rabbi both of Gerim, you can't marry. So I'm Rabbi Nachman, I'm Ali Huna. It comes like this. If a Kohen comes to you and asks a question, can I marry this woman? And you know that this woman comes from parents that are Gerim, that you should tell him no. He says, we teach him What if he already married such a woman? So therefore, we don't make him divorce her because really that Allah Taklik is like Rabbi and that it's Rabbi and it's, it's, it's much to do. Okay, we'll stop right here.